Happy Monday, everyone. Todd Houghton here from Houghton Physical Therapy for another episode, number 49 of Facebook Live. So Todd's tip of the day, the top five ways that you can avoid having knee pain for your life. So in this episode, you're going to hear my top five ways that if you do these, it's going to be successful for avoiding knee pain and just living a successful life. Again, Todd Houghton here, excited to be here for, again, episode number 49. Looking forward to number 50. I can't believe it's already been that many episodes. I'm a physical therapist here in Attleboro, Massachusetts. Been practicing for about 25 years, and I'm excited to serve you, the consumer. Excited to add value to you, and that's why I started doing Facebook Live just over a year ago to be able to add more value to reach more people. So please let me know who's out there. Please a fist pump emoji, like emoji, heart emoji, anything, let me know you're there. Please feel free to write in for a comment. Let me know um, where you're from. Let me know if you have any questions. I answer all the questions myself, and I'm excited to have the interaction with you. Please feel free to tag somebody if there's somebody you know that this episode might be helpful for. Thank you, Devin, for joining. Great to see you back again this week. Craig, thanks again for joining. Nice fist pump. Mary, Again, thank you again for joining. So last week we talked about three common teenage knee injuries and the diagnosis uh, for them and what are, what are the, um, the symptoms that they get treated for, which is the knee pain and what may actually be the cause. So it is my belief that knee pain is not always directly related to the knee. There are with some trauma that can be related directly to the knee, but a lot of time it's caused somewhere up the chain. So what is the correct diagnosis? Something you hear me talking a lot about is, what is your starting point? So what I'm saying, your starting point from the knee, look up the chain, let's start at the spine. So the first thing is the fuse box. To me, which is anything in the front of the spine, including the abdominals, the neck muscles, and along the back of your spine, the back muscles, as well as your low back and your pelvis. This is the same um, for the, all the diagnosis for the lower body, whether you're talking about low back, you're talking about hip, you're talking about knee, ankle, or foot. It is my belief that everything starts in the spine. It's the first thing we need to look at. The lumbar spine of the low back can send, uh, has the nerves in it, which can send referred pain down to the hip, knee, and ankle. The lack of the ability of the lumbar spine to stabilize uh, your core, uh, lack of ability of the core to stabilize your spine can mean that the spine can get out of position, meaning that the spine, the vertebrae are not stacked, which we can get pain, numbness and tingling, and weakness to the muscles. So it's really important to keep that spine stabilized. The next thing I would take a look at after that is I'm going to move to the hip. I'm going to look at the hip joint itself, then I'm going to look at the muscles, including the gluteus medius muscle, the tensor fascia lata, looking at the hip then I'm going to get to the knee. I'm going to look at the knee joint itself and I'm going to look at the muscles like the quads and the calves, um, the hamstrings, and then I'm going to look at the ankle. Believe it or not, the ankle, um, lack of ankle mobility, lack of ankle uh, flexibility with the muscles can really cause problems up the chain as well. So here we go. These are the top five things, in my opinion, of things that you can do if you want to get rid of the knee pain forever and live a limitless life. So number one, you want to go to a physical therapist that believes in treating the cause of the symptom, treating the cause of the problem and not the symptom. What does this mean? 
Well, when your knee hurts, make sure that your physical therapist takes a look at your spine, then at your hip, then at your knee, to kind of see what's going on. If they focus right on the knee, um, sometimes they could be missing something. So again, finding your starting point. So go to a good PT. The second thing would be is you wanna have the physical therapist uh, do a really thorough good evaluation to make sure that they've taken a peek up, up the chain, like we just talked about looking at the lumbar spine, looking at the hip, looking at your knee, and also looking at your ankle. So number two, finding your correct starting point. Number three is activation, activation, activation. After finding your starting point where we need to be, starting point means you know your low back flexibility, your hip mobility. It also means your knee flexibility as well as your ankle flexibility. But then in terms of activation, we wanna activate the core muscles like we talked about before to stabilize the lumbar spine because we know if the core is stabilized, everything below it is gonna function well. So we wanna start off with some diaphragmatic breathing. We wanna breathe from the belly button and not from the muscles up over here in the neck. We wanna work the transverse abdominus muscle, um, deep in your core and some of the deep lumbar, low back and abdominal stabilizing muscles. We wanna learn how to activate the glutes, which to me are one of the most important muscles in the body, most underutilized muscles in the body, that when the glutes don't work, the hamstrings don't work or they overwork, the low back overworks, and the glute medius muscle on the side of the hip overworks as well. So activate the core muscles. And then we're also gonna look at the pelvis. We're gonna work, we're gonna look at again the glute medius, and also a muscle that people usually forget is the adductors. So that's number three, we need to activate the right core muscles. Number four is we're gonna work on mobility. We're gonna work on mobility using, I like to use a baseball, some people use a tennis ball, some people use a lacrosse ball, and we wanna do mobility of the muscles that can send referred pain pattern down to other areas of the body like the knee, the ankle, and the foot, or also mimic a sciatic type symptom. So I suggest working on the gluteus medius muscle, the tensor fascia lata, which is also right near it, and believe it or not, on the abdominal muscle trigger points that you might have as well that can send referred pain. Also work on the psoas muscle, as well as the adductor muscles, the inner thigh, and the calves. I also um, would suggest with the mobility portion, the second piece of that is working using the foam roll, more of a global, um, a global mobility thing. I like to use it for the quads and the calves for the muscular piece, as well as the lats. Working on the thoracic spine, your mid-back, which is above the lumbar spine, and working on the muscles in the side of the mid-back as well. So number five, the fifth tip, is we want to talk about lifting versus movement patterns. This is crucial. Many people go to the gym and they just lift. They do like the backs and bys and chest and tries. Everyone has different combinations. It's a leg day. Those are all okay to work the specific muscle groups, but it's not really helping us function. So we wanna work on what is the difference between lifting and movement patterns. So we wanna tie it all together. So when we wanna work on the movement patterns, we're gonna start with a couple basics. The first thing we're gonna work on is the squat. We wanna do body weight squats, we wanna do front squats, goblet squats, squats, um, front squats, back squats, is a few different variations that we can work on. The second thing we wanna work on is the hip hinge. We always wanna start by gliding the pelvis backwards. We wanna be able to hinge at the hips. So start with a squat, second thing is a hip hinge. Then we wanna to move to a lunge. 
everyone pretty much knows what a lunge. We can do a forward lunge, we can do a backward lunge, we can do a side lunge. The next thing is we want to work on a push. We want to do a pushing motion. After we do a pushing motion, what do we also need? A pull. So we have the squat, we have the hip hinge, we have the lunge, the push-pull. And the last thing that we want to work on to help us work on our movement patterns are, is the loaded carry. That is when it's some people call it like a suitcase deadlift when you're holding on something like a suitcase or holding a backpack or holding groceries, something, and um, when you're holding something in one arm. So hopefully that was helpful is the top five things that I believe are going to be the most important if you want to live um, a life in where you can hopefully have no knee pain or if you do have knee pain, how do we how do we resolve it so you can just live a limitless life? So again, quickly, what are they? Go to a physical therapist who believes in treating the cause and not the symptom. The physical therapist, uh, have them make sure they find your starting point. The third is activation, activating the core muscles. The fourth is mobility, work on the mobility for your lower body. And then the fifth is working lifting versus movement patterns. So we want to focus on movement patterns. So again, thank you for everyone that's joined in tonight. Uh, thank you, Devin, for joining. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Mary. Checking out the names, quite a few. Thank you, Kathy, uh, Nicole, Tina, and Jasmine. Jasmine, so nice to see you. I hope you're doing really well. Tina, nice again. Uh, thanks again for joining tonight. Um, hope you guys have a great night. Hope this was really helpful. Episode 49. Excited to be here for episode number 50. Please feel free to contact me at Todd H. at HoughtonPhysicalTherapy.com. Reach out to me on Facebook. Um, many ways to get in touch with me. Thank you very much. Have a great night.